four. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, and we're live. We're doing it. Um, when I when I when I called you to do this, I was like, oh yeah, certainly by Saturday we'll have <laughs> uh, a result. And, and we just found out ten minutes ago. Literally ten minutes ago. <laughs> for most of the day, I was like, oh well, hell, by the time we do this, we're not even going to have an actual winner. Well, I'm kind of happy that I was running late this morning now because, like, what would have happened if we would have started 30 minutes ago and then we got the alerts? Our phones would have started blowing up. And they'd be like, yep. oh, I, I mean, it, it was it was over. Yeah, it was. It, 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 it was over. I think it was actually over probably Thursday night. I think that's when things were, like kind of in the clear that we kind of knew. I just don't think that anybody really wanted to call it yet. Supposedly, everybody was just scared to say anything. Like, nobody wanted to be the first state to call. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, even as we sit here and speak now, we don't necessarily know what the reaction to this is going to be. Let me see if this motherfucker tweeted. We don't even know what the reaction is going to be in, like, 12 hours. (laughs) No, you're right. Let me see if he tweeted anything. Because he's been, like, did you see that Twitter's been, like, blocking all of his tweets? For Trump? Like, Trump's been... Also this week, just so I can kind of like process everything, especially after our last episode, I had to take a social media break because I was like, I have to mentally prepare myself for where we're about to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's scary. Has he said anything yet on Twitter? I'm looking. I don't. Where's the where's the fucking real Donald Trump? There's so many of these other Trump accounts. (laughs) That's his POTUS account. Did they block him from Twitter? There's no way. I mean, I could see it happening. Hang on a second. Okay, here we go. Okay. I don't know why I wasn't coming up on my other computer. So he hasn't tweeted since the the thing came out. Like he tweeted an hour ago, "I won this election by a lot." In all what? in Excuse all caps. Me? <laughs> Excuse me. But Sir, that is not what happened. It's over now. Um, they so they've called Pennsylvania is the one that put him over the top, which. Which I also was surprised to see Georgia go blue. Yeah, it, I mean it was trending in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into this later, but I guess Stacey Abrams was organizing a whole lot to get the vote out in, in Georgia, and you know Georgia because of Atlanta. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's always had that potential, but the push just hasn't been there mm-hmm. until this time. And, you know, obviously people were scared to death of, like, you know, the Donald and what he was going to do next, which is r- really, I think, what what drove a lot of the turnout, not necessarily love and admiration for Mr. Biden. No, not at all. And I think, like, now it's going to be the attitude that we settled for him, um, and he's going to feel it. Yeah, so let's start with that okay, because, y- like you said, we settled. Mm-hmm. But from what I'm seeing, everybody forgot about that part. They're like, yeah. yay, Joe, you did such a great job. Wow. The DNC che- like cheated us out <laughs> of Bernie. Yeah, it's like he you're like he's he's you're he, Joe Biden is nobody's friend. No. He he he's he's nobody and like I was already seeing this trend happen in the first place and it was already kind of frustrating, but I was like, Well, let's make sure uh, that we get out of the clear mm-hmm. first. But now Joe Biden about to get all the smoke because yes. it's safe now. <laughs> it's safe. 
you know, the, the Trump people might make a ruckus and they might cry and they might bitch and they might moan and whatnot. But for the most part, you know, uh, Joe, Joe Biden is going to sit in the Oval Office come come January. I'm just waiting and for uh, the SNL episodes of them dragging him now because they've been able to drag Trump. Mm-hmm. And now that Trump's going to be out of office, they're just going to be dragging Joe for four years. Before 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 we get into dragging Joe Biden. Okay. Um, Let's let's go back to election night. Yeah, I I don't know. I was like, damn. This, for for most of the night, I was like, this motherfucker is about to do it again. Yeah, I was nervous. I was like, this is twenty sixteen all over again. Yeah, that 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 that's how it looked. And you know, those, the mail in ballots, like a lot of people said. I mean, they came in clutch. They 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 did the thing. Um, but for most of the night, it was like, oh fuck, we done fucked up again. Um, for me, it wasn't. It wasn't Thursday. By by the time the sun came up in the morning, Wisconsin and Michigan were were, were trending blue, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's probably about it." It looked like it was going to be a narrow victory because mm-hmm. Georgia like didn't start trending in the opposite direction until um, later, late, late later on. Which you know, I, I think he's going to win that too. So you know, he looks like he's on track to have like somewhere between three hundred six and three hundred seven, maybe three hundred nine electoral mm-hmm. votes, which. Uh, is lower than what he was, what you know, because they, everybody was talking about like this being like a landslide and mm-hmm. whatnot, which it could should should have been. Yeah, it should have been without a doubt. Yeah, but um, you also have to think about like what we talked about in the, the last episode. Not only are there um, Republicans who will always vote Republican, you now have like QAnon conspiracy based. Uh, voters. I have to stop you for a second. Okay, that's fine. Because the cameras are not recording. Oh. <laughs> We've only been going for six minutes. Okay. Okay, now we're back. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut your thought off. You're fine. Um, no, what I was saying is, uh, yeah, we thought it should have been a landslide, but um, like we talked about in the last episode, not only are there still Republican voters who are always going to morally vote Republican, but then you also add to it the crazy QAnon conspiracy theorist voters that also wanted to show up to vote, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then third-party voters that just decided to also vote that way. Um, I kind of felt it going to, like be a close call, but I wasn't expecting it to be as close as it was Tuesday when they started counting. Yeah. Um, do you have any idea on why you think it, like, because it, it looks like, you know, even even with this victory, Joe Biden is pretty much underperformed. Do you have any sense on <laughs> why that is? Well, it's like we said a few minutes ago, people had to settle for, for Joe. Yeah. And I think it's like the, the same um, mentality that we had in 2016 when people weren't necessarily... Uh, pleased with Hillary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, let me pull up my notes here. I think there might be a couple of races that are still outstanding, but for the most part, the Senate and the House of Representatives didn't really move any. Looks like in the Senate, Democrats picked up two seats, but they lost one. Republicans picked up one seat and lost two. As far as the House of Representatives are concerned, looks like Democrats lost four seats and the Republicans <laughs> picked up five. Um, so when he goes in in January, I don't, you know, it doesn't look like he's going to have much of, um, 
much of a favorable Congress to work with. No. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like it's still going to be deadlocked. And on top of that, he's not really going with the mandate because nobody held him accountable for anything. Everybody basically just said, oh, well, he's not Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's fine. And you're about to get, hey, bitch, I'm not Trump. Literally that's for it. the next that's four years is what you're going to get. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know if you saw this. This is one of the first things that I guess I want to get into that kind of jumped out at me was Florida. Which is interesting because it, it, it's hard to win the presidency without winning Florida and winning Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like Donald Trump <laughs> managed to win both of them and still lose the race. Um, but Florida passed, uh, they, they, they put a referendum on the ballot for a $15 minimum wage. I did see that. Yeah. Yes. It passed which is crazy over for Florida. Yeah. Yeah. It passed overwhelmingly. It was like 60-40, a 60-40 split and still went for Donald Trump. So, like, I'm sitting here saying this. I don't think that you can expect DNC to say this, but that that should be a a clear indication. Oh, well, this is something that should be a part of the Democratic Party platform is either at the very minimum a $15 minimum wage, but at best, really what we're aiming for is a living wage of some sort. But do you think that we could give the Democratic Party that much uh, credit to actually follow through? Oh, no, they're, they're going to do the exact opposite. opposite yeah. They're, they're going to do the exact opposite, even, e- even though that this is staring them in the face, is the issue. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard for me to contain my frustration at that because, because ultimately what that says is that people are willing to vote for their economic interests mm-hmm. if they're just they're, they're they're presented with the option to do so, um, and Democrats are like, eh, nah. Like, if, if you can show us a way not to win, like if if you show us a way to win mm-hmm. without running on health care or running on a living wage or some sort of job guarantee, then we'll take it. I also don't have a lot of faith in the Democratic Party. So even though, like, you saying that to me, I fully say, like, oh, yeah, that's a Mm -hmm. no-brainer. And the reason why I don't think that it is surprising to see that uh, passing in Florida is because you still have... And I I hate to give them this much credit when when I don't think that it's necessarily due. Um, But you have older Republicans who retire to Florida that understand finance and they understand that like especially right now with us being in an economic hole the only way for us to get out of it is to like raise the wage I'm not saying that I support them at all I do support us having uh you know definitely a livable wage I think that $15 is bare minimum um but to see the DNC push that I think there's there would just be resistance yeah, I it, the 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 weird part of it, at least to me, is like they're they're more working people than there are Florida retirees. Yes. If you like, like, like sixty percent in Florida and that went for Trump. I don't I don't know what the percentage that Florida went to Trump went for Trump in, but sixty percent indicates that Trump voters also voted for fifteen dollars, and people who voted for Biden or whatever third party also. So 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 it's a broad coalition of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't, you don't have to have everybody, and you you have political cover in order to take that risk mm-hmm. at this point. Um, the other, <laughs> I, I, the so Fox did like some exit polls. This is Fox. It's not MSNBC. 
or CNN. This is Fox. Like, you know, the the, the, the Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity people. Um, there was an exit poll, and they, they had a, a, a super loaded polling question that was, would you support a government-run healthcare system? They didn't say Medicare for all. They didn't say single payer. They tried to load the question in, in, in a way that framed people's mind against it. They said, would you support a government-run healthcare system? And it passed with 72% went in favor of it, mm-hmm. okay? So there, there, there is an appetite for Medicare for all or a government-run healthcare fund, whatever you want to call it. So you you literally now have verifiable evidence that if you run on that platform, mm-hmm. people will go for it. Mm-hmm. The only thing keeping them from doing it really is their is, is is the Democratic Party donors. I think if not for that, I think that they would have jumped on it a whole like a long time ago. Yeah, for sure. Well, and it's also that Republicans morally contradict themselves, mm-hmm. and so then they make themselves look like fools when you do ask them loaded questions like that they're like well yeah i do stand for that because i think that republicans in a sick twisted way they don't want to see people suffer but they can't say that they care about policies that would protect people yeah i'm sorry say that again Republicans in a sick, twisted way, they don't want to see people suffer. They don't want to see people suffer? I don't think that they want to see people suffer. But they don't want to support policies that would actually protect people. I see. Okay. So when it it, it comes to, like, the the, the logic of Republicans, there's kind of a, a general belief system that says that, like, whatever... Whatever public programs there are, we can't have them because anything that you get in the society, you have to work for. You mm-hmm. have to earn. You're not like entitled to anything. Um, when you, if you take something like Medi- Medicare, you know, for older people or whatnot, you, you that, that that's an incredibly popular program. A lot of older conservative voters like their Medicare benefits and still vote Republican who, you know, a lot of Republicans are like, well, you know, the deficit's really, really, it's a thing. So we got to cut that. I don't necessarily know. I I think that's like kind of like an ideological purity thing, right? Where they're kind of like, well, we can't spend any money. um, And when you can't spend any money because of the deficit, you have to make hard, you have to make hard choices. Why do you think that they're scared of spending money? When they spend millions, well, to billions of dollars when it comes to going to war. Um, okay. This isn't just a Republican problem. This, mm-hmm. this, this, this is a Washington problem. Probably, yes. For for like for for a long time, starting like the Progressive Era in the early 1900s, through the New Deal programs during the Great Depression, and even into like Lyndon Johnson's Great Society. For most of the 20th century, the government had no problem spending money on public programs. Mm-hmm. Um, really, Ronald Reagan was the big one. It started a little bit before Ronald Reagan, but Ronald Reagan was kind of the big one to really do that big neoliberal push, which is basically this economic belief system belief system that says that the best way to improve the quality of life for the largest number of people is through an unrestricted free market. Mm-hmm. Okay, they sell the idea of a deficit or, or, or of like we have to cut back on spending that adds to the deficit because it'll undercut our economic growth in the future. What I really think it is is the belief that if government does too much in the way of public programs, then that 
undercuts the ability of the free market to do health care or do uh, whatever they wanted to do. But it's also that you and I, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, understand that the free market has been this weird socioeconomic joke. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not real. It's not the only way. I mean, it, I'm not gonna say it's not real, but it's not the only way to improve people's lives. Like that's like neoliberalism asserts that anything that government does gets in the way of the greater good. Mm-hmm. Everything that the free market does inherently uh, contributes to the greater good. Like it, 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 it asserts that corporations always have people's best interests in mind. They never do anything to hurt people. They never do anything that results in unemployment. The best way to improve the quality of life for the largest number of people is to get out of the market's way. And that anything the government does to impede that is hurting people. That, like, that, that, that is neoliberalism in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like free markets, like, you know, you want a television or some shit like that? Okay, fine. Yeah, it like, like neoliberal policy makes TVs cheaper. Yeah. But you don't need a TV to live. No. You need food, you need water, you need housing, you need health care, you need bridges and roads, that sort of thing. So there, there, there are some things for the greater good that at least I, like, I, I believe are undercut by the profit motive. Um like healthcare being the most basic one. Like when you introduce a profit motive to healthcare, you leave a large swath of the population without it. And even the, pop, the part of the population that had it, has it is like burdened by costs and their deductibles or their premiums. And, you know, they can't even use it until they've reached a certain threshold with their deductible and whatnot. Um, so when, like when I think about people who are who are in DC, like they, they've come through like the Ivy League pipeline or whatever. They, the, I, I think that a, lo- a lot of them believe the economic policy that they're sold by, you know, financial analysts and economists and that sort of thing who work, you know, on Capitol Hill or they work in DC because what they're saying is, okay, well, if you want to increase growth, you, you, you got to get out the way or you have to incentivize private businesses to do this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. right? Um, and on, I, I think if, if, if I were to be optimistic about it, I would say that most of them just say, well, these guys, you know, they're, 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 they're in finance and they're in economics and I'm just a lawyer. Clearly they know what's best. I would like to think that that's what a lot of them are thinking. And I mean that more so for Democrats than Republicans, but for, for Democrats in particular, I would like to think that there may be just, they're like, well, I'm going to leave this to the, the economic experts, not realizing that the economic experts have the interests of Wall Street and the corporations in mind rather than that of working people. But the other, the, the, the other flip side of it would be to say that when you have corporate donors who fund your campaign, they're they're funneling money for you essentially to get you know a six figure job where you don't really do anything you know you you, you sit up there and look like you're you, you don't even look like you're doing anything you 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 yell about dumb shit on C-SPAN yeah. is what you do um, so you're 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 getting that free income in addition to whatever kind of income you got before you got to the hill because most of them are millionaires before they get there um, and then in the event that you lose an election 
there's going to be a job on like a corporate lobby waiting for you or you're going to end up on, you know, MSNBC or Fox or CNN as a pundit. So it's kind of like once you enter that world, it's a threshold. So like it is in your best interest to play to play ball at all times. Um, but there, you know, Bernie Sanders has probably been the person who's in like the, the, the public eye who's really questioned the, the the belief system of neoliberal economics mm-hmm. um and it, like I, I i don't like getting jargony because like these concepts can get kind of lofty and they can get kind of confusing and people can get lo- lost in them and whatnot but like the, the 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 general economic policy of both major parties is really probably the biggest thing in everybody's way and you know if you want to you want to connect it to like QAnon or like Antifa and that kind of shit. Nobody's going to chill out until they have their economic. If, if they, they they feel like they have some sort of economic future in this country. Go ahead. Can I? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just I didn't inter- like want to interrupt. No, you. Was it. it was great. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, what you just said. So I think. From my uh, from my point of view, I think that also what you just said, uh, there's so much social polarity, which I understand. It is a reactionary view of like what has been happening over the past four years. So we have, in the sense, um, supported the sides that we socially agree with, even though there are still like policies when it comes to how we govern. Um, ourselves, our states, and our country, uh, I think that we agree with more on both sides than we want to agree with because of the fact that there's so much social opposition. Mm. Um, Which means that we've been running around for the past four years just trying to basically um, ignore one another, uh, and we haven't really got a lot done which I really don't see us getting a lot done in the next four years with Biden as president either. So, yeah, my hopes for the establishment somewhat flipping in favor uh, with Biden in office, I don't think that that's what we're going to see. Uh, so to your point, I, I, I would argue that... that on the shit that really matters, America is not as divided as it looks. I think the yeah. internet and cable news makes it look more divided than it is. Yes. But going back to the Florida thing, if, if 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 a state can go red and vote a $15 minimum wage... Are you saying there's hope? Y- yes. There, 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 there is hope, but it, it, we, it is, it's going to be a long, hard road. Let me give you, let me give you the flip side, and, and I'm honestly still trying to make sense of this. So obviously California went blue. Of course. Did you hear about Proposition 16? No. So Proposition 16 was a referendum on affirmative action. So California has outlawed affirmative action since 1996. Didn't know that. Was surprised to learn that. But it went up for the ballot again, and they were going to bring affirmative action back. And the the, the proponents of, uh, of Proposition 16, fra- like they, the way that they framed it was, we are ending California's diversity ban, is what, is what they called it. They, so obviously California went blue for Joe Biden. Yeah. They struck Proposition 16 down by a sizable margin. It was like 52 to like 47. <laughs> and I, I'm still honestly trying to make sense of it. 
like the, the the first thing that came to mind was well, there, there's a large Asian American population in California. Yeah, and even though Asian Americans are a minority, they're adversely affected a lot of the times, at least in the university system, by affirmative action policies. Um, but it, but it's still a, we- a weird flex on the part of California. Um, we, what do you what do you think? I'm not surprised by it. Oh, okay. Why not? In this weird sense that, okay, yes, um, California went blue. Mm -hmm. That's not surprising. I think that that was just a given. I think that we knew that that was going to happen. But I think that um, in this weird sense, California has been taken over by a lot of Silicon Valley elitist that they want to keep their circles their social circles looking the way that they do yeah. uh, and I think that they are scared with competing that's a good point yeah um, it, in th- there I, I haven't gotten to look at like that many analysts on it but uh, there some of the the, the 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 analysis that I have seen did kind of look at it as well this was like you know a fuck you to the elite, you know, to, to, to really to Hollywood to and to the Silicon Valley types, because especially with, you know, your 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 tech elites, it's this weird thing where they they all espouse social progressivism while still being on the wrong side of the economy, mm-hmm. which is a recipe for disaster. That's how you get Donald Trump. Trump yes. Like yes. <laughs> if 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 you are going to be a social progressive, you also have to be an economic progressive. Mm-hmm. And the base of the Democratic Party, as well as a lot of these dudes on Wall Street, and a lot of these dudes on Silicon Valley, are all Black Lives Matter and this, that, and the other. But they're like, you know, healthcare, no, 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 living wage, no, 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 federal jobs guarantee. I don't really like the sound of that. That's not going to work. And what what we're setting you're setting yourself up for is really like another Donald Trump who is smart, like not an idiot, um, and you know that that at least to me that's scary. Well, no, it, it it's terrifying because of the fact that like Donald Trump has been a president that we've been able to like make jokes out of because we're like, oh, he's so ridiculous that like anything that is hate filled that comes out of his mouth, like we can kind of denounce it and be like, okay, cool. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And that's the fact that he's not, he's not that smart. (laughs) And so if you have someone who can manipulate not only hateful rhetoric, but finance and like actual policies that would back them, that's a recipe for disaster. And honestly, that like worries me. What do you think that presidential elections are going to look like? like the 2024 election like are you gonna have like a next maybe like a yang versus some weird fascist type like i don't know what that's gonna even look like i mean it's a long way out you and me spend a lot of time on the internet yes (laughs) um and when you like if you're if you're still in like the establishment news bubble, it's easy to miss all. Like, like literally, like establishment cable news is kind of like still in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like I would say it lags about 18 months behind what's happening on the internet. And grant, you know, there's a lot of misinformation on the internet. But regardless of like what is true and what is not, you get a better barometer on what people are thinking and feeling online 
than you do on CNN. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time 2024 gets here, I think that a lot of these ideas will probably be mainstream, and ultimately it'll be a race between the left-wing economic populist and the right-wing econo- economic populist. And go, go ahead. No, okay, so here's my... Uh, and also, this might be a really bad... Um, I don't even know what the word is that I'm looking for. Uh, my guess is that we won't have bipartisan elections by 2024. What do you mean? I don't think that we will have uh, like the DNC versus the RNC. You mean it's just going to be like insurgent parties? I think so. I mean, it could happen. A lot, a lot could happen in four years. Let me start by saying, just as a quick aside, because Kanye... So Kanye got more votes in Tennessee than any other state. Yes. He got like 10,000. Um, he's going to be back. You think Kanye is going to come back in 2024? Yeah, because like part, part, like part of the reason why he wasn't a bigger force this time is because he waited too goddamn long to file the paperwork. So do you think over like the next four years he's going to try to gain this weird like cultish following? G- gain? He already has one. I mean, yes, but like to the fact, like to the point where he could legitimately run and get votes. If Trump could do it, he could do it. He 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 can. I, I like. I'm 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 serious. He can. I'm not saying he will or he should. I'm just saying that he can. I wish the people that are listening to this could see me just like fall over oh, uh, my reaction because of the fact that. That terrifies me so much. Let's let's start with the material conditions. Like right. this, this is in reference to 2024, which I know is a long way. L- let me start with this question: okay. Are you optimistic, more optimistic, or less optimistic about working people and their prospects four years from now compared than com- compared to today? So, do you think they'll improve, or do you think they'll get worse? I think they will get worse. Okay, yes. so if they get worse people are going to go more apeshit than they already are, okay? If people's living conditions continue to decrease, you're going to get more weird QAnon shit, and you're going to get more angry people out in the street. You're going to get more and more people who are radicalized to the left. You're going to get more and more people who are radicalized to the right. Mm -hmm. And you're also probably going to get a weird radical center, and those will be the the (laughs) Kanye fucking people. They will. Because they (laughs) want to keep the establishment. And then that's just like, okay, I don't know how to actually talk to you about this. When shit isn't working, people want to burn the whole thing down. But if it's working for them, they want to keep it. In their favor, right, and that, that 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 that's Wall Street, that's Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. that's that that's fossil fuels, oil and gas. Yes. That's those people, yes. and I guess kind of in the middle, that's kind of like like doctors and lawyers and accountants and yeah. people who, who who make in six figures and stuff like that. Which like this election was really only a battle for those people. It was like who's going to win the fucking suburbs? Fuck yeah. everybody else. <laughs> um, but if, if things continue to trend in the direction that they're trending now. Republicans are going to get to the populism faster than Democrats are because Republicans already have the temp, the the Trump template. Obviously, even if they have to carry him out of the White House kicking and screaming. And I think that they will. And I think it will happen in the middle of some kind of like I'm even worried about like a civil uprising. It could happen. I, like, like us going to like a coup in like the next six months. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. You I, don't think so? I don't. I spent most of this year like 
like that's honestly why I got into running like because like I I, I was like well fuck if we're going to war I got to be physically fit like I can't be out here getting winded no. um I I I was like oh, holy shit now this is all going to fall apart but um I don't feel like that today like obviously he has a base of support um that is that, that that's that's that they're out there like I mean they're out there they like in the streets but they're right like now. out there people yeah um and they're not going anywhere but I don't think that yeah, you know, I think that for the most part, the 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 tech elites and the Wall Street Wall Street elites have all put their chips in behind Joe Biden, um, and I think that it's kind of like Republicans kind of have the cover to kind of kick Trump to the curb, but his supporters won't. He's still going to have a bullhorn on Twitter. He's still going to be talking about how he fucking lost. The motherfucker might come back in twenty twenty four. He's going to be old as fuck by then. Trump is. I I think he's done. Okay, and I think that he's as soon as he gets removed from the white house i think it's going to be this like really uh big like hit to his ego Mm -hmm. where we're not going to hear about him for like at least a year yeah and then after like a year of him being in hiding he'll come out and say some crazy stuff and get his followers all freaked out again um but i i think i what i'm worried about is because of the fact that he's already had followers who have tried to like go and invade voting polls on Tuesday yeah. and like with guns and I'm like no but this is these are the people that we actually need to watch out for right now because they're going to get somebody hurt okay on civil unrest and c- civil uprisings like it, it, I think it would be foolish for me to say that the, the, the possibility for violence is zero I don't think that it's just like when, when you look at coups in other countries typically the military is involved <laughs> as far as I can tell he does not have like he might have broad support among like like the rank and file, but like as far as you know, the people calling the shots, they are glad to be rid of him. Yes. because he's fucking chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know if they don't get him out soon, like I mean, yeah, you know, <clears throat> as soon as possible, it's gonna maintain chaos. Now down the road, mm-hmm. as material conditions continue to 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 devolve, I'm not saying that some shit like that can't happen, but mm-hmm. do I think it's imminent? I personally don't. I could be wrong as hell though. I could be wrong as hell. I thought I was going to be wrong as hell on election night because I was like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Um, but it looks like Republicans are, have been able to hone in on, like, the populist anger better than Democrats are. Because, like, d- Democrats have this weird thing to where it's like, everybody's just being unreasonable. If we, if we can only appeal to them being reasonable, then, 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 then we can win and everything can go back to normal. And it's like, bitch, we are fucking six steps past normal <laughs> Two years ago, okay, like, yes. like, 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 sh- shit is not going back shit to the way that it was. The yeah. yeah, the and, and the only way to even get people remotely close to acting like regular civilized human beings again is jobs guarantee, health care, end the war on drugs, that kind of shit. Like you, 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 you have to get laser fucking focus, tunnel fucking vision on improving people's living conditions. Well, also, before we even get to, like, jobs guarantee and pushing, like, that initiative, we have to tackle the state that we're in right now in regard to COVID, get into another lockdown. We have to push through another stimulus. We have to make sure that people can, like, pay for their housing and, you know, feed themselves and their families. And we have to stabilize first before we can push any kind of policy (laughs) that's going to, like, help us in the future. Because right now, the United States looks like a freaking joke. 
So follow-up question to that. All right, let's go. How confident are you that Joe Biden <laughs> is going to address the fact that shit is like two degrees past fucked right now? Um, I don't even think that Joe realizes the sh- like the shit sandwich he's going to get handed in January. I think that Kamala Harris is prepared, mm-hmm. and I think that she is trying to prepare Joe. I think that they're in some back room right now, and she's like, hey, we've won. But just prepare yourself because you thought it was going to be easy. You thought it was going to be another Obama administration where you were just in the background eating ice cream. And we have to take <laughs> care of shit right now. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Okay. So you mentioned you mentioned stimulus. Mm-hmm. You mentioned lockdown. Yeah. You mm-hmm. mentioned uh, people being able to to to, to stay in their homes because the, yeah, these are all like like for, for me. I, I, we we should we we should have been done got another stimulus check and Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and Trump collectively together fucked that up. Yeah, yeah. Because well, like, Trump said, "I'm not going to push through more stimulus until I've won." Well, then he changed. You know, he changed his mind yes. when he realized, "Oh, that probably uh, wasn't that smart, smart for me to say." Yeah. Um, it, I think so. Mitch McConnell in that respect was the worst actor. Yeah. Like he he was like, "I'm not I'm he not spending two trillion dollars." But Nancy Pelosi and Trump were, like, kind of there. And then Donald Trump got weird, and he was like, I'm going to hijack this. And he was like, oh, wait, people didn't like that. Let me change my mind. And then Nancy Pelosi, I think she saw it as a means to to sink Trump, which I think you made the wrong choice. Like, I know you wanted to beat him. You made the wrong choice. Um, You know, like, how old is she? What do you have to lose at that point? You've got, like, I'm sure you've got a pension. Your husband's rich. You don't have shit to fucking lose. Okay, do you really think that these people have the mentality of what do I have to lose and it's everything that they have to gain? So I always really? do this thing where, like, I put it, like, <laughs> I, I, I try to understand people as they if, like, I would moral. do shit. Like, <laughs> they have no, no morality at this point. And you're like, cl- what do they have to lose? Excuse me? They don't even live in the same world that you and I are living in you're, right No, now. you're absolutely right. Am I, like, because, like, I'm not, as, no, no matter how I sound, Okay. I'm not a cynical person. I'm, I'm I'm really really not. I don't assume the worst of people. I call out bullshit when I see it, but I don't assume the worst of folks. I really really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, even though maybe sometimes I should assume the worst of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it's kind of like 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 if this if it, if it was me with Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi, like who who were they, like they 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 were alive like before TVs were even in houses. And you think that you like, can have a sensible conversation with them right now about progressive policies? You're right. I can't even do that. But it's also <laughs> like, wh- why do I want to subject myself to this year after year after year? Fucking retire. That's that that that, also, that would be me. My thing is too. It's like I mean, we said earlier, Mitch McConnell. This is like his fourth fourth decade. Yeah. Um, you would think he would be tired. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, dude, go he home. Care? And he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna stay. These here. are but enjoy also, your fucking golden years. He doesn't. I mean, I don't think he has golden years to look forward to he, anymore. I mean, he's he's in them right now. He's he he wasted them away being a fucking asshole oh. to everybody. <laughs> and there's a them. special place in hell for people like that. Yeah, I don't believe yeah. in hell, but I take I know, a point. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I'm yes. sorry, I just had to be <laughs> no, thick about every that. Every time, no, it's fine. Um. So th- this this whole stimulus measure, you yeah. you 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 would think that Joe Biden, given the golden opportunity that was laid before him, would have run on a stimulus package upon or, election. 
My thing, yeah, would have ran on stimulus before election. That would have been a smart idea. Do you know what would have been better if he would have been like, let's talk about UBI because that's going to be the only way that we get out of this in You're the right. next four years. No. But Joe is scared of any any kind of form of giving working people money to help them take care of their basic necessities. Exactly. And that's why I'm looking at all of you on Instagram right now shilling for Joe Biden like he is Sit on your down. side. He is going to sell yo ass out is what the fuck he he's going to do. I swear to God, I swear to God, if 18 months from now we're in the middle of an eviction crisis because he didn't pass any kind of rent relief I'm looking at you. I'm, 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 I'm being looking. Oh, 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 yeah. But look, oh, yeah. Like, we, 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 we defeated the orange man. Now shit is dope. We're the fucking good people. No, can we just, like, agree, though, that I don't think that this is, like, a victory? This is more just, like... We survived. We, we got, survived. We got a C minus. <laughs> not a victory. We got a C minus in the like worst semester of our lives <laughs> is what we fucking do. You barely held on. It's like, it's nothing that we need to be celebrating. It's just like, it's our sigh of relief. It's not like, yeah, woo, Joe. It's like, whew, okay, all right. Y'all are <laughs> acting like you got like all C minuses on your report card and you took it home to your parents, like expecting them to be proud of you. Is like what you're, you're that, that, that's how you are acting right yeah. now. And yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, but like, you know, we, 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 AOC is going to push him to the left. And, 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 and Ilan Omar is going to push him to the left. Rashida Tlaib is going to push really him to the left. So? No! He hates them. He spent the entire back half of the, 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 the election cycle talking shit about how he beat Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders might have been his most vocal supporter, which he shouldn't have been, but he was. Like he 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 spent the entire the entire election cycle once he got the nomination giving the finger to the left wing of the party, which is his only fucking hope. Those five, those, those, those five seats that we lost to the House of, House of Representatives, those were the fucking centrists. Mm -hmm. The squad didn't lose their fucking yeah. seats. Squad, we see you. Yeah, like, like, like Cory Bush and Jamal Bowman, these oh motherfuckers didn't lose. They didn't lose because they ran a, they, they ran a material mm -hmm. campaign, not one that said, Black Lives Matter, fuck you, have a nice day. And that's it. Um... <clears throat> Anyway, stimulus or UBI, that like you that that golden opportunity, they fucking wasted it. Mm -hmm. um, rent rent mortgage relief, an uh, eviction freeze, anything like that, didn't even mention it. At least for the next it. year, yeah. that's my thing. It's, it's, it's not that hard. You had the political cover to do it, and it's necessary. Mm -hmm. But you're gonna say, oh no, we'll just let the market handle it, you know. Um, and that 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 has been consistent with the way that Joe Biden has governed his entire career, his entire forty plus, because he's 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 been there as long as fucking Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Like, you, like, how are you looking at this as, as a win? Like you avoided the absolute worst case scenario in the short term. Great. But there's still problems. And as far as I can tell, you haven't chosen anybody that, that, that is not only equipped that, but, but also just doesn't seem interested mm -hmm. in, 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 in attacking what exactly yeah. we're, 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 we're like, oh, he's going to wear a mask. And that's it. Great. Oh, he, oh well, you know, awesome. he's going to wear a mask. Good job. Like, literally, you and me could have, like, handled the pandemic better. Like, all you had to do was listen to the smart people. You don't get <laughs> accolades for listening yeah. to people who have degrees and PhDs in epidemiology. You don't get brownie points for that, bro. No. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, like, you're, 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 you're right. That, that, that's going to be really, aside from whatever political fallout, like, my biggest concern is... Is, is handling the rest of this pandemic shit.
Yeah. Somebody was saying. <clears throat> so like you know because like I don't, I don't I think Donald Trump is going to be tweeting literally for for the rest of his life. Um, but somebody was saying that he might like 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 push anti-vax conspiracy theories just to spite Joe Biden. I could see that. Because because the vaccine is going to come out, you know, it's going to come it's out under Joe Biden. Soon, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's going to be like, nope, don't take. And a lot of people going to listen to him. A lot. A of lot of people going to listen to him. Um, and then that's going to play into like this whole thing of like proving that you have received the vaccine, and then the riot being like, oh, it's the mark of the beast. Catch coronavirus to own the libs. That's it. Yeah. Um, no, y- you know, y- th- 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 this ain't it. This ain't it. This yeah. shit ain't it. Um, let's talk about some good things because there were some good things that came out of this election. Um, we talked about the the Proposition 16 affirmative action deal, but Oregon uh, decriminalized all hard drugs. So that's Ooh. LSD, psilocybin, all that shit. So when can I move? You, I mean, you sure you can move right <laughs> now if you wanted to. Um, you know, Portugal um, did this a long time ago, um, which, you know, like... <sighs> You would you would think that after prohibition with alcohol we would have learned our lesson with this. And I'm not saying necessarily saying that you have to. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> that was me raising my hand. Like, um, <clears throat> so Oregon and decriminalizing gr- drugs. Um, I think, and we covered this like a few minutes ago, talking about getting control on prison reform. I think that's like the first step to, um, you know, tackling private and publicly funded or federally funded prisons um, is to have uh, initiatives where we do decriminalize drugs because I feel like they are so overly stigmatized and that's the only reason why they are overly policed. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was my oh, two cents that I wanted to throw in there. It, it, it's, you know, it's... It, to me... If you take the culture war out of it, this is this is this is the only smart thing that you can do about hard drugs. Is that like <clears throat> they're out there? People are going to do them. There's no evidence to suggest that decriminalizing them is going to, to make 13 year olds say, "Oh, well, I won't go to jail. Let me do meth." Like, yeah. I have friends that do cocaine. I still don't do it. Same. Like, you literally. The fact that it's decriminalized is not necessarily an indicator that all of a sudden you're just going to have an entire society of people showing up to work coked out out of their minds. Unless you're on Wall Street, because those motherfuckers already That's do all it. They do. Yeah, yeah, they 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 do cocaine all the time. Have you ever watched Succession? No, bro, them motherfuckers are always doing coke or drinking. But that's also, uh, like, for me personally, I don't hang around a lot of people that do coke because I feel like it's like a weird. Uh, there are certain personalities that do coke and those are personalities that i or yeah those are personalities that i don't necessarily enjoy being around because like they're constantly overstimulated and i'm like can you just sit down and fucking chill for is five seconds befo- please is that before or after the cocaine both yeah like the people that do <laughs> coke are not people that need to be doing coke um you know it so do you if, if in, like I don't like I'm not stigmatizing drug use. Like yeah, you know, have yeah. a good time. You know, ha- ha- have a good time. But mm-hmm. I will say that it is a very surreal, albeit frustrating, experience to be the only person in the room that's not doing cocaine. Oh yeah. 
That's like, um, have you been like the, the sober driver in a car full of like your drunk friends? And it's like, this is <laughs> not a good time. No, but cocaine is so much worse. Yeah. Like, like you, like you, when you, if you ever want to watch people like lose all sense of time and like decorum, cause like, like literally like pe- pe- people get louder. People have an opinion on everything. And they pe- think everything is a good idea. Yeah. It is, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a whole thing. Like, why did I just lose three friends that went to the bathroom together and they come back and they're all different people? I'm like, okay, cool. It's time for me to go home now. Um, but but, but dr- drug policy in the United States, um, like when, when they talk about the war on drugs, they trace it back to like Nixon, who yeah. like essentially made it an issue to, he made it a culture war issue to fight the hippie movement mm-hmm. and kind of you know, make Vietnam a more acceptable thing yeah. and shore up nationalism and whatnot for whatever reason. I guess, I, I guess it worked. Um, and so we've never really been able to let go of it. And a lot of law enforcement agencies like being able to do a lot of the drug enforcement shit because they get cool shit like tanks and body armor and this kind of stuff. And you were talking about Michelle Alexander uh, last time you were here. Yes. Um, in her book, she talks about like asset for- forfeiture and shit like mm-hmm. that. Like if the cops knock down your door and they find, they, they can, they like, or if they find drugs in your car, for example, mm-hmm. they can keep the car. Yes. They can keep they the can car keep it. and then they auction it yeah. off. And then they <laughs> and then get they, to keep that they, money. They keep yes. your money. And people are so like surprised by that. And I'm like, no, that's literally why cops love busting in people. Cause they're like, Oh, uh, we found like, you know, maybe a pound of weed or, you know, marijuana. And they're like, but, uh, we busted in your car and we stole this property. Well, it's ours now, and we get to make money off it. I'm like, you that is corruption. Are some thieves. That, that 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 is corruption. Yeah. Um, and mm. you know that 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 that's one that that that's why at least with this this measure in Oregon is such a big step because like a, a lot of even even with the police violence, for example. Yeah. A lot of that comes from, from 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 drug enforcement crime because, like, ultimately, when 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 you, when you take drug enforcement out, there's not a whole lot for cops to do. No. Um, what do you think that police reform is going to look like under Joe Biden? There isn't going to be any. He's going to really? give more money. Like, and that was like so. Like, all the fucking conservatives were like, Joe Biden wants to 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 defund the, the police. police. No, Joe Biden never said that. literally said, "No, we need to give." more money to police departments so they can have better training. No. And this motherfucker literally no. went on TV and was like, no. I just don't understand. You know, if they had better training, they could shoot him in the leg rather than shooting him in the head. Why do they still need guns? Which was dumb for a number of reasons. Um, he, he'll, he'll be a friend of law enforcement. But also Joe Biden is this, can, I'm just going to set this out there because the fact that we keep talking about how he settled. Joe Biden is the same motherfucker that literally said, you're not black if you don't vote for me. He said that, too. I, look, literally, what? for the next... <laughs> I, I Look, I, I give Joe Biden two before Kamala is president, personally. Because, like, y- 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 y'all are... But I still... I don't fuck with her, either. We're going to get to her in a second. Okay, fine. <laughs> but, like, y- like, first of all, like, let, let's take all... Let, let's take beating the drum for the Iraq war out of it. Let's take the 1994 crime bill out of it. Let's let, let, let's take out shilling for Wall Street. Let's take out all of the baggage mm-hmm. for, for Joe Biden for a second. Y'all are not about to sit here and pretend like this motherfucker is mentally there. And he's a good guy that wants to... He's not. He, he at, doesn't at, care. At this point, he is an amoral actor. At this yes. point, he 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 is like, you know, the, the, the neurons are not firing like they used to. No. They just aren't. And... That very well could be me one day. I'm but not we, like okay. This is also my thing too, and I guess it's because I I like to think that I have a heart of compassion a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, 
yes, he might not be completely there. And I also have grandparents who are very close in age to Joe Biden. He is doing the best he can and he is not playing with the full deck and we know that, but it's also like it really like breaks my heart when people make fun of his stutter and I'm like, he can't help it. Okay, so I haven't noticed the stutter. I like Because I know as a kid he had a stutter and that was one of the things that he overcomes. Well, and it's not necessarily uh, like a full stutter now, Mm -hmm. but you can tell that he is having to overthink because of the fact that like he was an insecure speaker as a child. That makes sense. And so he gets tongue-tied very quickly. And he's also an old man that gets tongue-tied and is having all of these people tell him how he needs to speak. And so, yes, when you have a bunch of people telling you what you're supposed to say and you're going through your mental checklist of, okay, cool, can I say -hmm. this? Can I keep it about my family? Oh, this motherfucker wants to say some shit about my son having connections to Russia and not explode right there on stage. I will give him a pat on the back for it. Mm -hmm. But is he the dude that I'm going to fully support for the next four years? No. We just need to get Trump out of office. Right. Uh, so I'm not I'm not advocating for making fun of him because he is old or because he okay. he, he he still batter, battles with a speech impediment. I am saying that I am not comfortable with somebody of what appears to be his level of of mental fortitude being the leader of the free world. Yes. I, I I will be honest. I am not comfortable. And 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 to be fair, Donald Trump has lost a step too. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, you there's there's a conversation to be had about the fact that Bernie included, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders. Hillary Clinton. Bernie's still mentally sharp. He, though. I think he's the sharpest it's out of all of them. Yeah. And Hillary's pretty sharp too. She's on the wrong side of literally everything, but yeah. she's still sharp. Yeah. But Hillary, Bernie, Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump was all and the uh, and Donald Trump is a narcissist. The like, oldest yeah. people to either have been elected to the Oval Office or had 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 Hillary or Bernie won at their mm-hmm. times would have been the oldest people. Yeah. You age out. Of your fitness, and not, I'm not even talking like from a, 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 like a mental standpoint. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as your understanding of the world is yeah. concerned. You age mm-hmm. out of your ability to be an effective leader. Well, it's the fact also, too, that the only comparison that Joe Biden has for young working class Americans right now are his fucking granddaughters. His granddaughters are, are the same age as us. Mm-hmm. And there's, you cannot tell me that there is a, any kind of generational overlapping in like what our social lives look like. You mean with his granddaughters? Yes. Oh yeah. Cause they're, they're like, they're set just yes. because of who their grandfather well, no, is. No, I, they are set because, yeah. but I'm saying that like the social priorities of someone Joe Biden's age oh, and someone yeah. that is the age of his granddaughters, our age, how do you think that he can represent us oh yeah no he can't no he can't he can't like there, there there's something to be said of wisdom but like you can have wisdom and also not be 73 that's true thank you yes. yeah he's, he's a scorpio his birthday is coming up hey, if it hadn't came well, <laughs> i'm look I'm, I'm not about to fucking stand for joe biden <laughs> just because we got the same sign no it's fine um, yeah. but no, I wasn't like, I'm not, I'm not making fun of him. I'm just sitting like, I'm, I'm, I'm being like, for example, when, 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 when Hillary Clinton was running, you know, that there are all those fucking dudes online who are like, well, you know, 
what, 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 you know, what happens when it's that time of the month and she gets cranky? Like, that's a fucking, right. Shit. Sit down. This woman has been working her whole career yeah. menstruating, and you want to talk about what she's going to be like for one week of the whole month? No, sit down. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, will fight you. I, I was make. I forgot why I brought that up. I got to be honest. I, I, I was, I was making a point, but I forgot the point that I was making. Um, it's 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 different to castigate somebody for something out of their control yes. and 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 attach it to their fitness to do a job, than to say, I don't feel like this person is just with it in the way that the job requires anymore. See what I'm saying? Yes. No, I like, agree with that. For example, like in any kind of cognitive decline aside, Donald Trump clearly did, just wasn't with it to begin with. No. He just had a very narrow understanding of what the job entails and a very a very narrow understanding about <laughs> policy, political, economic history, any of it. He just knew how to say shit on microphones is what yeah. he knew how to do. And he, he 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 came from a rich a rich dad that gave him a small loan of a million dollars. That small loan, man. <laughs> a small <laughs> loan of a million dollars. Um, the other big thing was weed, mm-hmm. which oh. going back to this whole disconnect between and mainly the well, no, it's both parties um, between the two major political parties and the voter base. So Montana and South Dakota both went red. They both legalized recreational marijuana, though, which Joe Biden has consistently said he's against. Which, why are we still against that? It's weed. Guys, we've been in lockdown for like a year. Well, I mean, we've been dealing with a pandemic for almost a year now. And you're telling me you're not sitting at home trying to relax and mind your own business by smoking some weed. And you still have people who are running on being anti-weed. Yeah, I, I, I don't really understand and also, our economy has been, like, on standby for, like, the past nine months. And what do you think, like, the best way would be to go about that to help aid the states? Yeah. That's, like, it, a no-brainer to when, me. When I listen to, like, weird you know, cultural conservatives talk about it, they're mm-hmm. like, well, I just don't think it should be encouraged. Why? I, I, don't, I don't know, and mm-hmm. I... I don't think that they really know. Are these still people who believe in like the war on drugs and like the weird dare programs from like the nineties that were just like, we just want to lock up your parents basically. And let's put like millions of black men into prisons. Let's engage in some mild conspiratorial thinking. I wonder how much of the mass incarceration problem is necessary to mitigate visible unemployment that is that that is to say that like that again so i can unload that that is to say that how many people like 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 because if if, if you look at the economy as it's structured today When, when, when our grandparents were like our age, mm-hmm. you could go and you get a job at a factory or some shit make a decent wage yes. have a pension yeah um without a college degree yeah there are very. F- I know your mom works in a factory, but there are very few factories compared to what there used to be. There are very few avenues for people that haven't gone to college, which most people don't. Mm-hmm. And even if you go to college, your options are still a few. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are doing the gig economy thing, or they work retail, or they work in a restaurant. 
Um, and obviously, there are even there's still only so many of those jobs. So how many people do you have to take out of an economy in order to give the appearance that it's still functioning? This is conspiratorial thinking, but okay. And I guess like my my two cents is why are regular taxpayers still comfortable with paying to keep the amount of prisoners that we have in prisons right now locked up? See, th- th- this this is now it, this. It has nothing to do with me with unemployment. It has to do with. Taxpaying citizens play like paying into prison systems. Let's shit on Ronald Reagan for a second. Yes. Use him as an example. So if you were a working person Mm -hmm. or if you're a small business owner, Mm -hmm. neoliberalism is a direct threat to you and your livelihood and your well being. Neoliberalism is class war codified. And whether you're if you're somebody who is is, is uncomfortable with the idea and the prospect and the language of class war, let me tell you something. Your elected officials and these corporations are waging it against you at all times. They are living in it. Exactly. They are doing it to you, so you shouldn't feel bad. They are doing it to you right now. Yes. Um, but because it is a philosophy that is against the interests of most working people, you require... You, you, you have to justify the policies to them. And, for example, with mass incarceration, mm-hmm. the way that you do it is, well, the scary black man, he's coming to get you. He's coming, he's coming for your children. He's going to break into your house and take all your shit. Um, they're, 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 selling, they're selling drugs to your kids in the back of the schoolyard. That, that, and it, that, that resonates with a portion of people. They're afraid that somebody is generally going to come get them. Like, never mind the fact that if you were the victim of a crime, in most instances, it's somebody that you know. I just want those people to check their racist point of views now. Is it that simple? No, and I guess <laughs> I am simplifying it because I get it. Like, I mean, we're we're two black people sitting here having this conversation right now. Uh, and I just, when it comes to people being scared by that kind of view, one, I want to ask them, okay, well, who did you just vote for? Why did you vote for them? And why did you think that there's still this weird rhetoric from like Jim Crow that still terrifies you and still like fucks with your dreams. Uh, Like, but yeah, those are also the same people who are scared of a black man breaking into their house or even marrying their daughter. But yet they will also probably simultaneously put a black lives matter sign in their yard. Okay, so l- 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 let's let's get into a little Marxism flexing for a second. All right, <laughs> Marxists or Marx adjacent people <laughs> view in a wor- view, view the world through what philosophers call a materialist lens, yeah. and I low key hate that I'm doing this right now because like philosoph- like philosophers like exhaust me, but give a very mild philosophy background. Materialists, whether they're Marxists or not, believe in the concept that material conditions matter, things mm-hmm. you can touch, things matter, you can yes. see, things you can feel, come before ideas. It is material conditions that shape what people believe. Idealists, on the other hand, believe it's the other way around, that ideas come first, 
and it is our ideas and our beliefs that shape our material realm. And you could do the fucking chicken and the egg thing, but, like, your brain is a physical fucking thing. Well, I would even simplify it to view it as, like, nature versus nurture, too. What do you mean? Um, In the sense of, like, you are going to think that material... Material items will bring you happiness or contentment within your life if you have grown up in a um, upper middle class or even, you know, upper class household. And that is something that has been taught to you. If you are someone who has grown in the or has grown up in the (coughs) opposite style of living, poverty stricken um, section eight you are probably going to idolize getting material things to obtain happiness. That makes sense. Or did I just stretch that out of that? No, no, that okay. makes sense. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's one way of looking at it. The, the direction I was going to go to it was like when, when we talk about racism, whether you're somebody who says, oh, America is equal, racism is over, we shouldn't talk about it anymore, or if you're, you know, if you have a Black Lives Matter sign in your, your driveway, American culture, regardless of what side you fall on and on, is is one that is very idealistic. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it it is all driven by these abstract principles like yeah. liberty, justice, equality, and the, 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 these sorts of things. Um, and that's how most Americans, regardless of what side of the aisle they fall on, that's how they they view racism, right? Um, like typically, those of us who are more progressive. Like, I don't view it this way, but most people view racism as just it's just something that's gone wrong in the brain. It's just people haven't been exposed to enough. Mm-hmm. People haven't met enough black people. People mm-hmm. aren't educated enough. Mm-hmm. I and most of your people who are into Marxist thought and philosophy understand racism as a necessary philosophy to justify people's material lack. Ooh. Okay. Okay. That doesn't fit on a fucking T-shirt. No. It's easier to say, I'm against hate. And it's like, it's not really about hate. It's about the fact that, like, if I'm not even going to use, I'm going to use, because Donald Trump, like, started his campaign on an immigration issue, okay? What is appealing to a white working class dude about Donald Trump's build-the-wall philosophy is not... I hate Mexicans. It is rooted in the idea that if they let them in, they're going to come and take your jobs. Exactly. No, they're coming in and taking jobs you don't want. It's not it gets deeper than that. It gets deeper than that. Whether like regard like 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 not don't even just look at the person coming to do the work. What you should be asking is why is your employer willing to undercut your wages to pay somebody else less? So they can exploit those workers. Exactly. That's who your fucking enemy is. Yes. <clears throat> That's evil. And 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 it's it it's so hard to get and this and to be fair, it's it, it is mainly white working class Americans. It's hard to 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 really drive that message in. Mm-hmm. And part of the problem is liberals treat it as it's just oh yeah they're just fucking uneducated and they just don't know any better which at that point as soon as you take that that as soon as you take that position they've stopped listening to you no that's not productive um you you even see this with nannies like apparently like i don't know if this is necessarily the case here in 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 tennessee but like in la and um 
New York in particular, apparently like a lot of the, the child care industry is made up of undocumented labor yes. with, 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 with these wealthy families paying these, the, these people way less than what is legal. Yeah. So it, it like it's 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 not the fault of somebody who comes here seeking asylum, no. and 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 seeking a better life and seek a better return. Like if you if you were going to employ people, you need to pay them what they're worth. And if you if you pay people what they're worth, you don't need to undercut people who are working in the United States. I'm not even going to get into the federal jobs guarantee part, but 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 as it relates to this dynamic of economic anxiety over immigration that then becomes racialized and becomes justified by stereotypes and anecdotal examples of violence it's it's it, it's the thought tree of oh if the immigrants come they're gonna they're they're, they're gonna undercut my wage my my, my employer is gonna fire me i'm gonna lose my house my kids aren't gonna have a place to live we're gonna have to live out of the van that is all the shit that is going through people's heads like they, like that like in, e even if it's not conscious like I don't know if you've ever been in a, in a situation where like you, you you were like short on rent what the fuck why was that that's the fucking tornado siren in the middle of a Saturday yeah they, they they do I think they do it like one Saturday a month what time is it it's 12 o'clock they, they, oh, they well, do it right around this time okay. we're gonna stop talking like for a second are we and just gonna we, let it go we're gonna let it go but okay. like we're, 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 we're gonna take a quick break cool and we're going to come back when this isn't doing it. I'm not talking over the siren. Fine. No, so. I don't want to do it either. Okay. So it's, it's basically over now. So that, that tweet that I posted, I was basically like, y'all are not about to shill for Joe fucking Biden. No. Somebody commented, sorry, but I would shill for a cockroach if it meant Trump was not president. Okay. That's I how dangerous that. I think he is. He was a dictator aspiring, quote unquote, person in the most powerful position in the U.S. Look, you can trust, sure. you can trust the cockroach sure. more than you can trust Joe fucking Biden. I'll, 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 I'll vote for the cockroach over Joe Biden. But, like, you know, stop shilling. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I just, I don't know. I also, maybe it's just, like, the fact that I don't trust people to begin with, that I definitely <laughs> don't trust. That's a Scorpio <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> my birthday is on Monday, so, you know, I'm just going to live my best life over here. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't trust old-ass white men anymore. Um, mm. I, I I don't want to lose this 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 ideal versus materialism thing. Oh man, let's go. Um, so <clears throat> as it relates to the current anti-racism conversation, mm -hmm. the thing that frustrates me the most about it is you 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 have lost you you have literally lost if you're starting it if you're treating racism as an idea that just materialized out of nowhere and that the remedies for it are all theoretical and mental. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, that's my opinion. You've lost it. That's the point that you're starting from. Um, but I don't necessarily know how to inject that into the conversation other than doing this podcast anyway, is saying that like people aren't racist just because they don't know any better. It, it, it has everything to do with resources and call it, I, I, you know, call me idealistic if you want, but I just don't see any real means to get ahead of this problem if it's not rooted in people's material conditions. That's my thing. There's just like, there's so much that I want to unpack with that. Um, Ooh, unpack it. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> People who still somehow justify racism 
they're just like a whole other breed that I, and I guess I've like, I'm so uh, like desensitized to where we are right now. And I choose to live my life comfortably by being around educated people where I can have conversations like this. And I try to keep myself as far away from just like racist, ignorant, uh, <coughs> ideologies as much as possible. And that's just for like my own comfort level. I just like don't understand how they still want to, uh, support that even if they don't like socially understand how harmful it is like the fact that they still somehow want to justify like keeping their weird cookie cutter lifestyles the same Mm -hmm. and they think that like helping black men by like legalizing marijuana is somehow going to be a personal attack against them Okay, see, but you just hit on something really important. Right, like you, you went to the material, the material, material route. Si- yeah, I did. Like not, not, not the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell yeah. at my my 56 year old uncle over Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks. Route. Yeah. You see, you see, you see, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you identified a specific policy that has caused immense harm to black folks mm-hmm. and said, well, this is a way to mitigate it. And I understand what you're saying for somebody who's like, well, yeah, like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't we don't but know. Why, how is that a personal attack towards them though? Like how is decriminalizing marijuana a personal attack towards anyone? I gotta be honest. I don't understand why people are so anti-weed. I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. You will <clears throat> justify letting someone go out and have a drink on a Sunday afternoon after they get out of church service. And that's fine because it's their choice. But yet you will not give that same mentality towards someone who just wants to stay at home, hang out with their kids and go outside and roll a joint. I, like, I wish I had an answer for you. Especially I, my thing that I really get pissed off about is when it comes to veterans. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you upset about people in the army smoking weed? Chelsea, I wish I had an answer. I'm, well, I, I, like, I know, I, I'm yelling these questions at you and I know in a perfect yeah, no, world, you could give I mean, me the answers, and no, I understand that. I know that I just don't that, understand people. I mean, I, I, like I know it's a rhetorical question. Yes. <clears throat> Richard Nixon connected the drug issue to crime, specifically, and not and not not the crime of selling it. He 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 connected. But that was also a that was also a ideology that was just totally linked towards black people and criminalizing black people. Yeah. That ha- that was all that it had to do with it. You're right. It, it from this 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 is this is the the gown the, the 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 ground that I'm willing to give on 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 ideas. Okay. Once they take root, they're hard to get rid of. Yeah. But regardless of how hard they are to get rid of, you still have to do the work of figuring out where they stem from. Yes. Okay. Because even in the seventies. Republicans were still the party of business. Like the the wave of deindustrialization that happened in like in the Midwest and the northern cities, that started under Richard Nixon. Yeah. Okay. And part of the way that he was able to justify it to his overwhelmingly white base was saying, Look at these look, look at these junkies. Look at these drug people. We gotta do something yeah. about that. Well, they were the same ones who were just like doing opioids and prescription meds. It was just a different type of yeah, it, different type of drug. Pe- pe- people, people do, and I mean, you could even go down the rabbit hole of saying maybe there would be fewer addiction issues if people had a sense of a future and a purpose. You could even yes. do that. Like, may, may, like honestly, when it, when it comes to drug policy, the only 
the 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 only remedy for it that the United States seems profit like seems okay with engaging in with with drug policy is is, is incarceration and criminalization and demonization. It's well, and the and people who support that like they're the biggest thing that they want to like argue is um sorry I just had that thought and it just ran away from me um they want to talk about having it um oh man why is this happening right now That's okay. um okay no go on it'll come back to me here in a second sorry you like um, I think that there's all there there's there's something in us that craves a sense of justice and equality and unfortunately the criminal justice system panders to that yes it, it there 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 is there is something that i think is not 100 it is not all of us i think all of us are part compassionate and part authoritarian to be mm -hmm. honest with you yeah. um but there's a part the the the, the idea of the just the justice of retribution is attractive to all to to, to people to some degree mm -hmm. um and i think that the when 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 you see the devastation that like the opi the opi ugh, I can't talk opioid, the opioid yeah. epidemic causes for yes. people. Um, there's this sense that arises when people are like somebody's got to pay for that. Yeah, you know what I mean. And 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 people pe people see people who you know struggle with <laughs> with with an addiction to a substance and they then they they imagine their child. Well, and it's also people worry about financially having to pay for it. But then it's like you just said, it's like okay, cool take finances out of it someone has to pay for it when it comes to a matter of life or death now mm -hmm. because there's no regulation and you can't have drug regula regulation without decriminalizing drugs so that you actually can study them to make sure like that they are regulated through society okay. so like when, when it comes to because when you say somebody's got to pay for it, you're talking about like you, you're like you're talking about people who are like well i don't want my taxes to go this that and the other yes. right yeah well, there's people who are dying from overdoses left and right in this country. When it comes to, t like, there there's money for us to have nice things in this society. What, yes. what, what very, like, I think most people <laughs> intuitively believe this and just maybe they're not loud enough about it. Mm -hmm. a, like, a lot of, like, if you want your taxes lower, a, a, a good cut would be the military. I'm just fucking yeah, saying. Yeah, I don't, mm, Like, because mm. that, that, that's like, let me, let me tell you what I learned today, okay? Yeah. So I was doing some research into like the down ballot here in Tennessee, mm -hmm. and um, I was looking at the platforms mm -hmm. for some of our elected representatives. So there's Jim Cooper, who is the our he he ran unopposed for I think it's Tennessee's fifth district. He's the one that beat Keita Haynes, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, back in the the primary season. I went to this man's fucking website. I'm gonna pull it up and I'm gonna read read him in his own fucking words. We're talking about material conditions, material interests. So naturally, the first thing that I looked at was budget and economy. Under this is Jim Cooper, your fucking congressman. If you live here on the east side, Yo. look at his website. And the first like so it's, it's budget and economy. You pull up the picture. The first picture is these three blue these four blue collar dudes. One of them is black because you know that the Democrats had to get the diversity quota in yeah, there. That was it. That was and there's three white guys. They're all smiling. They're having a great time. So you look at this picture. Oh, Jim Cooper's definitely got a plan for jobs. <laughs> no. 
As you know, I've spent decades talking about fiscal issues. In fact, I've been called everything from a budget Cassandra to a fiscal hero to Mr. Fiscal Responsibility and Dr. Doom because I am such a fierce advocate for balanced and honest federal budgeting. Let me tell you motherfuckers something. When, 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 when people on Capitol Hill talk about balancing the federal budget, all they're saying is we don't have money for, for public programs. That's yes, what they're fucking that's telling all you. It is. This yeah. is a Democrat saying this yeah. shit. He's like, I've served on the Budget and Oversight Committee and used my position in the fiscally responsible Blue Dog Coalition to advocate for making the hard choices that lead to balanced budgets, cutting spending, closing tax loopholes, and being upfront with taxpayers about how the federal government spends their money. You know what he's not going to touch? Military budget. No. You know he might touch? Medicare. Yeah. Medicaid. Yeah. SNAP. The public programs, because they're like, oh, well, you know, we, we, the, 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 the federal government can, you know, we, we, we cut the deficit and then we just let the private sector pick up the tab. That, 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 this is a fucking Democrat saying this shit. And this is why you get Donald fucking Trump's. This is why you get fucking Donald Trump's, because the same motherfucker talking about cutting pro- public programs, mm-hmm. I guarantee you he has a section on here about racial equity. Yeah. Like, you, sh- you, 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 don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't show solidarity by the virtue signaling. You do it through the policies that you advocate for, bro. It's not that fucking complicated. Well, I've just also, I've came to, ter- like, I have <clears throat> came to terms with the fact that most establishment Democrats, they want to wave this flag of being socially progressive but financially oppressive. And people are blinded by that. They are so blinded by it. You're right. They are. They are. Pe- pe- people fall for it hook, line, and sinker. And to be honest, it's mainly white people that fall yes. for it. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, I have black friends. I put a BLM like banner in my front yard, um. but yet I also <laughs> don't want. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to support. Yeah. Um, it 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 it's one of those w- weird things. Like I think they like having the bargaining chip of saying, "Look at me, I'm a fiscally conservative Democrat." Oh, so if up. the Republicans don't agree with me, it's because they're being unreasonable. And it's like just just stop pandering to the deficit issue. Yeah. Literally, we found. We, 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 we pull money out of our ass to bail all corporations out all the time. and banks out. So you, there's, there's no deficit complaining then, unless you're Mitch McConnell. He's actually very, very consistent when it comes to that part. That motherfucker don't like spending any money. No. But in any case, if there's money to bail out a cruise line, there's money to in bail hotels? out. Yeah, in hotel industries. Who's going to on cruises and <clears throat> staying in hotels right now See, in the middle of a pandemic? But that's that that's that, that's that neoliberal thing though. Yeah. It's like it's like it's well, the weird freedom of choice. If we don't if we don't <clears throat> save this industry, then all those jobs are going to go away. They've been gone for nine and a half, almost ten months now. I, I don't. We may have talked about this last time you were here, but like what they did in Germany, for example, when the pandemic hit. Evident that they were going to have to go on. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, they, it was evident that they were going to have to lock down. They nationalized the payroll system. So that was basically like the money that we give to these companies is specifically for the purpose. Payroll. Yeah. Yes. To keep these people on your payroll. You're going to yes. get a paycheck yeah. in lockdown. And guess what? That avoided all the political baggage yeah, of a unit. Like, you know what we're going to do? A national PPE. Literally yeah. just take care of payroll, take care of your employers. And, and that just way, when this is sure over, everybody gets to go back to work. Everybody stays yeah. home. Everybody gets back to work. Um, 
it avoided the the potential backlash of like a UBI discussion or a, a stimulus check discussion. It kept everybody in place. It kept people in their jobs. It didn't fucking destroy their economy. We literally handled it in the dumbest way possible because mm-hmm. traditional neoliberal economic thought says, <laughs> all right, okay, there's an economic crisis. We got to look out for, for not even the businesses, mm-hmm. but the big ones, ones first. The big corporations that have no kind of <clears throat> regulation. Um. So the point being, I don't, I don't understand why there's this, this, and this, it's most of the Democratic Party. If you are not one of these people, you're the exception that is like, look, we, 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 um, the, the average working American wants a balanced budget. The average working American doesn't just, give a fuck. They just want to make ends meet and make sure that they can pay rent and <laughs> feed themselves. Literally, <laughs> no, except like you weird fucking Elon Musk filleting libertarian yeah. bro. Might say, well, we got to, you know, the, the 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 deficit, the deficit, the deficit. Literally, no regular person has ever said so, that. No, nobody no. gives a fuck, no. man. And if you have, you are a very rare breed. <laughs> and that's why, like, and and like, 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 do you think I'm stupid? You have these blue collar workers here, and then you don't. The, I, I I fucking control F'd it. I controlled F <laughs> the word jobs. Jobs is in there one time. The word jobs is literally here one time, and it's not even in in respect to employment. It it's it it says Representative Jim Cooper today announced he's introducing legislation to give more independence to inspector generals and allow them to do their jobs without fear of political retribution. In the budget oh, and so economy you're me section, he's that's the he's only scared. time. Yeah, that's the only time jobs is in there. Like what 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 what? Why should I vote for you other than the fact that you ran unopposed in the general election? I know that he ran against Keita Haynes, and you know that brings up another issue. The, D, the DNC isn't isn't supporting any of these races no. for, for 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 these progressive Democrats. They all have to do grassroots. Like that's the main reason Marquita didn't edge edge it out. She didn't have mm-hmm. any establishment support. No, they are dedicated to crushing progressive Democrats. Yep, and like. If you want to sit here and show for these people, like like I've seen some people like, yeah, I know we're all disillusioned with the DNC. We're not disillusioned. disillusioned. We know these that people have fucked. made it their business to be your enemy. Yeah, they are your they enemies. Don't care about you. God damn it. Yeah, like, and how old is this motherfucker? Let me see. Can I see this? Be, like so, like here, there you go. He looks like the Crypt Keeper. Who are these men? It, it's, man, that's, that's a stock photo. <laughs> they oh, probably don't even this. live in Tennessee. They're like, can you find I me a picture this. of some work, some dudes that look like they, they work? Working. God damn it. No. Anyway, um, what else do I have here? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think what I'm most frustrated about is the fact that like. Like when 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 Donald when it became clear back in 2016 that Donald Trump was going to be the Republican nominee, there is an expectation on the part of your average liberal mm-hmm. that reasonable conservatives or evangelical conservatives would say, "Oh well, he you know that's not a man of God, so we we have to go the other way. We have to vote for for for, for Hillary," which they didn't do. And now you are presented with somebody who is against everything that you believe, mm-hmm. and you're saying, "Oh yeah, he fucking did it." He fucking did. Have you seen the fucking like? There's like a like a fucking GIF 
with like him and Kamala, and they're smiling, and then like sunglasses come down like onto their face, no, and they're you know, it's like like come on, man. I think I also think that, uh, and it's not a bad thing. It's just like I think that you are a lot more uh, well versed in the internet than I am. Oh, I'm I'm I am heavy online. Yeah. Um, and you know maybe that's not a healthy thing, but I gotta step away every once in a while. <sighs> um. It's healthier to step away. Uh, I think so. <laughs> I think that I've gotten better at balancing out balancing it out with other things and like doing other things with my day. Mm-hmm. But like it, I like for example, I know that I know that we, or I think rightly so, saw Donald Trump as an existential threat. Yeah, I see the state of the economy as, albeit a more slow moving threat, still existential threat. threat. Yeah, and. When I'm not online, I just feel like I'm the only one that feels that way. Mm. So I, I guess in a weird sense, the internet makes me feel less alone. And it and makes you feel like more validated in your like your experience. It does. And and, and, and like for, for the record, like I'm I'm 27 and single with no real responsibilities. Like I I I don't have all that much to like, you know, I'm I'm not worried about my like everything falling apart for me because, you know, mm. but like for somebody that has kids, mm-hmm. You know they they they, it's they a lot of weight to r- carry, e- yeah. exactly like so what like I see it as a threat to our social fabric like the state of the account like you because everybody's kind of like you know oh, like, dude these QAnon people like oh no like you crazy you it, they're they're not just crazy in a vacuum no it's it it it's it's material conditions mm-hmm. plus worldview that makes people act like that yeah and it's only going to get worse mm-hmm. it's only and it, 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 it it's like social media doesn't help. No. But it's not social media isn't the primary driver of it. Mm-hmm. It is literally the fact that if you work 40 hours a week, it's hard to have your own place. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that even sometimes if you've been to college, but certainly if you haven't been to college, your 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 only real avenues to generate an income are retail and gig economy. Yeah. And th- th- those are both precarious and they're very depressing. They're depressing, yeah. you know, I, I don't I don't see how you expect us to have a country that functions when most people can't do the shit that they want to do. And I'm not even talking about being like a fucking superstar or a Hollywood actor. I'm talking about mortgage a house yeah. or raise a family, go on a vacation every but now and again. Who is worrying about that? Check this out. Take like if you work and you remember I was in the restaurant industry. Yeah, same. Take a fucking sick day, day and not have like, to cool, go. Now I'm gonna be short three hundred dollars yeah. in my income this week. Like you, you, you. So, so you're, you're. This, this whole system is set up in order to allow people to consume and buy, you know, dumb, cheap consumerist mm-hmm. shit. But there are fewer, fewer fewer and fewer avenues for people to even generate an income to buy that shit. No, and that's why, I mean, I, without a doubt, am a huge proponent of UBI. That's the only way that we are going to get out of this hole that we're in. So let's talk about UBI. All right, let's go. Um, Because I lean more towards the universal, not the universal, but the the, the federal, the the back. What am I talking about? Let's go. The jobs guarantee. Because, so with, 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 with UBI... I've heard some people say this. 
I don't like Andrew Yang. You know, I, I don't think he's a bad actor, but some people say that actor. a lot of Silicon Valley types push mm-hmm. UBI because they understand that between the changes in the economy and automation, that people just aren't going to be able to, to have an income mm-hmm. to buy the shit they want to sell. Yeah. That, 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 so, like, that, that is to say that UBI, I think, for a lot of people, is the last-ditch effort to save capitalism and wait, wean people off of entitlements. And I'm not saying that is what it is, but that is probably, like, the, the, the foremost left critique of UBI. I'm trying to figure out where I want to go with this. Um, I think that UBI, I don't know if it's going to be um, something that can be maintained, you know, even for like a decade, but I think that it's something that needs to be pushed at least for like the next four to eight years to stabilize the economy with where we are now. And but then it's also kind of like, well, how do you like, okay, say if we did do some kind of like UBI for the next four years, how do you get people weaned off of it once we do stabilize the economy? So I'm not I'm not saying that we can't do it, nor am I saying that we shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just that 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 that's an alternative perspective that I've heard people um, that, that, that I've heard people bring up. Like for me, like the, the federal jobs guarantee guarantees you an income, yeah, but it also gives you something to do. But it's also like I mean, <coughs> jobs guarantee it also kind of like it's hard for me to put all my faith into that right now in a system that it's hard for people to publicly work publicly work oh like well, in okay. the middle yeah, of so, covid right you now, know when I, when I say federal jobs guarantee i'm not i'm talking about post-covid post-covid yeah okay. like so like in the middle in, like in the middle of this when we get everything figured out with covid right. cool well my thing is like i think the only way for us to get out of covid is to push stimulus in the form of a ubi for the next year so we can get this vaccine pushed out and maybe then we can have jobs guarantee. But I think that that's going to be a weird circus. You're going to have to play with people who are like, well, I like to be able to stay home and have stimulus or yeah. I'm disabled. I'm a disabled bodied person. You expect me to work after this. Like it's p- going to p- be people who are like, I want the right to choose. Right. And I think you are going to have to set up a system that gives people that right to choose. No, I, 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 that makes sense. And I think that most able-bodied people, for their own like mental health reasons, want to work and they want to socialize. But right. there's going to be a lot of people who are like, "Well, maybe COVID's not going to be the first pandemic that we live through, and in our it's lifetime, it's not going to be the last. It's not going to be the uh-huh. last." Mm-hmm. And uh, in order to stay safe and to kind of like make sure that I'm safe and the people that are around me are safe, yes, I am going to have to have some kind of stimulus to live off of. Right. <coughs> if it, I mean, let's remember for the sake of argument that we elected Joe Biden. Oh, it's God. not very likely that you're going to get into UBI anytime soon. But no. if we were, yeah, um, it, it would. You th- there wouldn't be any going back as far as I see it. No. Once once you've opened the door and showed people that that's possible, I just don't see how there would be any going back. Yeah. And like I said, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think no. that a lot of people would still want to work, and a lot of people who maybe like prefer to stay home, they they'd find something to do. Yeah. Um, well, I, and I also think that it would give people the opportunity to focus on 
like their own personal trades. Yeah. Like, I mean, people who are like, well, I want to be a musician. Cool. Well, you have UBI to stay home and now focus on putting your music out there. Mm -hmm. If that's what you want to do. But I also think like, and I think it's just like, you can have all these what ifs because we've never seen it, Mm -hmm. you know? Which is like frustrating because yeah. of where we yeah. are right now. It, you, UBI is not going to end the world. It's not. Like no. you, 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 you could no. find a way to make it work if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think that the federal jobs guarantee would be an easier sell politically. And um, that's, I mean, and that's just to me. I think, and maybe it's because I'm being pessimistic about it, but I think like that's a long road to what post COVID is going to look like for this country. Yeah. It's hard for me to see a scenario because, like, obviously, there, there, there's a conversation to be had about the relationship between people who work, corp, the, like the, the corporations and their investors and their CEOs, mm-hmm. and the elected officials who are forced to choose between two because they, you know, they, they like to think that there, you know, there's, there's parity and that you can split the difference. Like, ultimately. Our interests are, are fundamentally, they're, they're diametrically opposed from one another. Yeah. Um, but the other piece of that is we also have to be less consumer-centric. Yes, absolutely, yeah. I was in um, whatever liquor store that is up the street. I can't remember the name of it anymore. What, the one on Gallatin? Mm-hmm. Or is that too close? No, yeah, oh. it's, yeah, it's right by Kroger. Stick, st- stickies, stains, shipler, ship, sinkers, sinkers. <laughs> That's the <laughs> one. I was in there, and Keurig has a uh, a cocktail maker. What? And I'm like, bitch, like, if you don't buy a fucking shaker and buy the the liquor and just go home and make a drink, that is the like laziest thing. It, it is so hell? dumb. Who is Who's buying this? That's that's what I'm trying to figure Who out. Who is buying this? Who's but, like, but, like for for it some to hit, Karen that wants to go home and show off to her friends see, and like we can make margaritas. We, and like, we like like they are, you know how like all the free market types are. I was like, well, yes. ca- capitalism breeds innovation. That's the no, best you could come up with. That's it. Like, and you, you can just shake it and pour it yourself. You literally no. buy like like a like I'll I'll, I'll give you the co- the Keurig coffee machine. Yeah, I'll, I'll give fine. you that one. Why can't they just make pods? Like, no. why do you have to make a whole new machine? They probably, I don't know. For I'm not even sure drinks. where the alcohol I'm comes from. It's, <laughs> so it's, confused. It's, it's dumb. But like, you probably still have to add the alcohol yourself after. I don't know. That's, I didn't you know, see it. I, I don't I know. I would, I would never buy it. I think it is a dumb invention. But it's a dumb mm-hmm. invention that people will spend money on. Yeah. And like that, we we got to chill out with that shit. We do. We we, we have to because 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 yeah. that fu- that that helps fuel the cycle that we're in right yeah, now. And we're gonna get real lazy as a species, and we need to yeah. Mm-mm. Um. Stop. stop. Yeah, just stop. Let me see if there's been any updates okay, now that the, the the race has been called. Let me see if <sighs> your you, you, your boy is acting up. Has Biden? He he's not speaking yet, right? We probably won't speak till tonight. tonight. Gotcha. Let's see if my main computer will do. I'm gonna feel so bad in like two weeks when people are listening to this. Oh, I'm not gonna feel bad. Look, Dude, literally, like, shits hit the fan. Literally, oh, this is like oh. this is where we are today, and I'm just thinking about listening to this episode and like. A week or two of being like, oh, oh look, the, the, the Nevada final. Nevada was like, okay, Pennsylvania gonna, gave us cover. We're, we're gonna we're go good. ahead and we're call them out. It. It's cool. <laughs> I was like, why are they taking so long? 
Nevada finally got its fucking act together. They're like, all right. Y'all would do, yeah. Look, they, 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 they was taking a long damn time. Um, My anxiety was through the roof this week. I only felt anxiety on election night, and I stayed up way <sighs> too late. I think election night, I was, like, battling with this, like, weird mixed episode. I was like, I don't know. Am I depressed? Am I anxious? I think I just need to go to bed. And then watching the polls... Like throughout the week, I was like, "Whew, all right." Yeah, D- D- Donnie. Donnie hadn't tweeted. He needs to uh, sit down. Uh, Somebody's he, telling him to chill. He, he's probably somewhere he's with crying, his having a temper tantrum. Head buried in his hands somewhere. Um, he's in the bunker. <laughs> oh yeah, in the bunker. <laughs> the I forgot bunker. about that. <laughs> Look, man. Um, it's you like know, they're coming for me. I don't know what's going to happen over these next couple of weeks, but. He's, he, you know, he, he, he will leave. I mean, yeah, he, he I might, mean, he has yeah, to. He, he, he will not be in the Oval Office. I don't think we're going to have a coup. Um, See, but I mean, you know, we could. I I'm think not saying it's going to happen. I'm, I'm, but then that's also because I've like seen how reactionary this whole year has been. And people are just fed up. They're like, no, Trump, you got to get the fuck out. Yeah. I, mean, I don't, yeah, anything could happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the, the, the most fervent of Donald Trump's supporters are going to yeah. do. Um, but I just don't think that. I mean, we're not in the clear just because Biden won. Hmm. My, my, my big thing is don't, 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 don't chill. No, don't chill. Don't Ooh. be like, oh, woo, we did it. No, we got to fight. We have to fight more now than we ever have. Yeah, before. like, and I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, for your 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 mm. textbook liberal, it's it's very, very hard to grapple with it. When I say Joe Biden is your enemy and I mean it, um, it's like, what, 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 do you, what, what do you mean? You know, he, he wore a mask that one time. <laughs> okay, so he does not care about what? you, though. Um, so does my grandmother every time she goes <laughs> to the grocery store. <laughs> like... Oh, and then I did want to talk about Kamala Harris because um, I go. think that she is oh. going to be uh, the first woman president and also the first black woman president, um, second black president. Wouldn't it be wild Aww. if we got two black presidents in sixteen? I don't know, twenty, twenty-four, twenty, like in like eight within ten years, getting two I don't black think it's presidents. Crazy. I just think like it's a show of the times. Like that's where yeah, we're at. And, like, okay. it's just like I'm just you know. So let's let, let's let's get into this <clears throat> because. Barack Obama as an icon mm-hmm. means and meant a lot to me, but I'm also yeah. not an idiot. Like, yes. y- 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 I-, I can say it was great that we got a black president. Mm-hmm. It- it- it's possible to say that he handled himself with decorum and with class and mm-hmm. represented the office well. And I can still say that he is not a friend of working people. No, again, it's just like what I said earlier. It's a show of the Democratic Party wanting to prove that they are socially yeah. progressive, and mm. that's it. I mean, he, but he, you know, he, he, he ran a good. He's a great speaker and a great he campaigner. A great, yeah, he, he earned the office. Yeah, but without a doubt. Yeah, like, but you, when, when you, when you look at even, even the Affordable Care Act, for example, which has good things about it, the, the. You can stay on your parents' health insurance plan until you're 26, Six, yeah. and them not being able to deny you coverage until, uh, due to a pre-existing those are great things. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, Affordable Care Act is a tax incentive for citizens to go buy private insurance. It yeah. is a giveaway yeah. to the insurance companies. Yeah. Um, he, or when you look at him on Richard Branson's yacht with $3,000 sunglasses on, <laughs> flexing, um, you, you know, it, it, it's clear 
where his allegiance lies. Yep. Don't mean you can't like him as a dude, but you can't. You also have to keep both thoughts in your head at the same time. You know, I know what side he's on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel the same way about Kamala Harris. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, yes, she went to an HBCU. Shout out to Howard. Yes, Ooh, she's awesome. an AKA, a- AKA. Yes, but she's she was also the top cop in California and yep. locked a bunch of people up. It's okay to say both. It's like, well, yeah, this is great, but this also this person is not not on my side. No. You can say both. Mm-mm. I would say it to your face if she walked through the store right now. <laughs> you don't stand for me, and you really think that I'm gonna be out here to like. I think it's also tr- weird mm. how she does this thing where she makes hip hop a part of her identity. I hate it. I, it's cringy. It is cringy yeah. to me. It, it, yeah, it's, it's like weird. People who take on that as a personality trait. I'm like, okay, then that to me just like shows that you have a weak personality. You don't have anything else to stand <laughs> on. I'm sorry. I said it. Come at me if you want to. I love music. I do. But as a person of color, do you see me out here just like but using hip hop as a personality trait? No, yeah. absolutely not. She's just like, all right, how do I up my black factor? How do I, how, how, how should I behave to be perceived but as more can authentic? Can I say though that I think that she has a lot of supporters that absolutely love that about her. And I'm like, okay. how are you guys blinded by this? This is my question. Is the K-Hive actually a thing? If yes. you're an AKA, okay, yes. fine. I feel like AKA is the only real K-Hive. But like, who, like, well, like, like, where are they at? Maybe I'm just not on that part of Twitter because I'm not really on Twitter like that. Yeah, me either. Um, you know, it's, it's weird because it's, it's like, you know, the accomplishment is worth lauding. Mm-hmm. But you still have to look at the record. Yeah, you really have to look you, at her record. Yeah, um, and her record is flawed. Yeah, this is the same thing with healthcare. She fucking she does not flip flop big time yeah. on that during the primaries because she was my like, thing is like black people. Okay, so it's the same. Uh, I think a lot of her support still comes from people who are neoliberals established democrats who like loved obama Mm -hmm. and they still view this weird politician dream that like oh they really want to work for you they are so detached from you and your reality like that that's the only thing that she can simplify herself down to is hip-hop personality traits so that she can gain voters because now she has to overcompensate with hip hop personality traits because Biden a few months back was like, you're not black if you don't vote for me. Can you and imagine? So she's just like, I have to make up for Biden being a fucking idiot. Can you imagine voting for somebody because they like hip hop? What's wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I, you know, it. Uh, if somebody looked at my Spotify right now, uh, I would be judged harshly. And it's because it's all over the board, and that has no reflection of who I am as a person. I would have been impressed if Kamala Harris said she liked Mac DeMarco. <laughs> that 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 would have been like, all right, that cool. that's who we need running the country right there. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm kidding. Even if she liked Mac DeMarco, would have been like, hell no. I mean, you know, I mean, she she's here now, obviously. Um, I'm like. I also just, I don't know, I just think that she's a hypocrite just because of the fact that she wants to make jokes about smoking weed. Even though she doesn't... Does she? Wait, she made... Yes! Wait, what did she say? Oh, she was on a podcast, and I can't remember whose podcast it was, and that's going to irk me, but she was making some jokes about how she tried it a couple times in college, 
And I'm just like, cool, you want to make jokes about how you have smoked weed, but um, you have locked away more black men in the state of California for drug crimes. Mm -hmm. What is wrong with you? Why do you think that you get a pass? Like, why do you think that you get to sit on a public platform and make a pass about how you've personally smoked weed and have had weed on your person? But yet you're going to. I mean, when you're playing the identity game, your blackness absolves you of all potential wrongdoing. It's it's like the the, the narrative is to say that, well, if somebody is, 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 if it's a person of color, Mm-hmm. then they can do no wrong, which sounds foolish when I say it, but when you when you look at Obama and Kamala Harris in particular, yeah. that's the implication. Yeah. For some reason, I want to say, and I might be wrong when I say this, I want to say that she was on a podcast with Charlemagne. She She's been on The Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Okay. Yeah, and I want I want to say that this was the podcast that she was on. Didn't she? Because I think this was on the Breakfast Club when she like lied about like being in college when Tupac died. Died, yes. Which she was like, <laughs> I googled it and I didn't find what I wanted to find, but I found Kamala Harris claims deceased Tupac is the best rapper alive, and that's also the only rapper that she that talks she about. Think of. Can you? Do you know any other rappers, Kamala? And like, and for the record, like this isn't this isn't like some weird Blexit no. Candace Owens shit. Like no. the, the fact no. that like we're sitting here pointing out some of the flaws in Obama or Kamala Harris, that doesn't mean the answer is black people go vote Republican. That's no. not the, no, that's not the no, fucking no, no, answer. No, don't go do that. No, the the, the, the it, it it's just pointing out that somebody's identity. It's just a kitty. Okay. Somebody's identity cannot supersede. Their policy positions and the impact that they have on people. No. He he also likes doing that. That's that's that, that's just a part of his shtick. He loves to come to steal the show. That's fine. You're you're sitting in his favorite chair oh. right now. Um, and you know, it, it just go. Black people, I guarantee, you're having this conversation, especially around Kamala Harris because she was yes. Attorney General of California. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it it it, it it's, it's white folks that are saying. Oh yeah, she's but she, yeah, she's great. It's like, like it's okay to criticize somebody for being like, you know, full of shit on yeah. economic issues. But those are also white people who are scared of the fact that they don't think that they are allowed to criticize her because she is black. Okay, so and I, I, in a sense, can understand that like objection. Like I can understand, you know, white people being like, oh, I can't really say anything bad about her because she's a black politician and we need more black people in politics, which I I understand that. But when it comes to her over the years, just being a hypocrite when it comes to what she stands for, then yes, you can call that out. So let me ask you a question. Okay. How do you have a conversation with white people about like how how do you communicate that it's possible for you to stand against racism while also not learning yourself stupid like you can't just turn your brain off like anti-racism doesn't mean whatever black people do whatever black people to say especially when they're black elites Mm -hmm. is always good like if you if if you you can look at candace owens and say that she is full of shit 
you should be able to look at Obama and say, you know, he, he's black, he's good yeah. looking, he talked good, but no, that ain't it. it. That ain't that, it. That ain't yeah. it. But 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 you know, you 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 can't get there. You 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 can't. And ultimately that that is bad for everybody. Yeah. Black folks in particular, and black folks will will will, will bear the brunt of whatever neoliberal policies that Joe Biden mm-hmm. Kamala Institute. And I, okay, this is, and I'm going to kind of stretch this out. I think it comes from older black people that saw the movements that happened during the civil rights, and they understand that they have to somewhat play into this game because if you go too far left, then you're going to be deemed some kind of weird terrorist group in your ideologies, and you can't critique so far left because that's out of their game so you have to can continue playing these games these weird mind games with dims and just seeing how it goes because if not they're going to be like oh well you're so far left that that's kind of radical and we're going to radicalize it and did you see what happened to like the black panther party in the 60s and 70s oh we're just going to kill people if it becomes too radical and so that is where I think like people kind of get caught up because they're like, well, I have to hold back on criticizing politicians, especially black politicians, because they're just playing into this game. And if they go too far, then they're going to lose their credibility. Yeah. That's a good answer. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not hopeless. I'm not. Um, I think that the best that I can do is just advocate for the policies that I think that we really, really need. And part of that is calling out who's on our side and who's not. Yeah. And, you know, Joe Biden is the president-elect. He's not my dude. He's not on your side. No. That's really all I'm saying. No. And, you know, for over the next few months and over the next few years, people are going to rationalize it. You know, you, everybody's going to stand up and they're going to applaud when he gets us back on the Paris Climate Accords, which he should do. But that alone, not... That's it. Yeah. That is it. Yeah, that and honestly, he's going to have... I mean, I think, like, coming in, yeah, it sucks because we're still in the middle of COVID and trying to get some weird form of control over this is going to be a headache come January when he, like, goes in. Um I think that's going to be the hardest part of his presidency. I think it's going to be smooth sailing for like the next four years. I don't think he's going to really have a lot of change. Mm-hmm. So, not yeah, not expecting a whole lot to and get he done. Also, he might get a lot of opposition with however he decides to handle he, he, controlling he, COVID. He probably like what what happens on the hill is theater for the most part. Yep. Right now, it yep. is. That's it. Um, I'm more concerned about how people are going to act mm. uh, on, on there. Because, like, you know, if you take, like, the George Floyd uprisings, for example, I mean, that that, that was a reaction. Like, like George Floyd was the spark that, that blew the lid off of a lot of, 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 of unaired grievances. Yeah. And everything that we've seen since then is that. And, and w- you're setting up scenario to where when an issue, like, like an instance of police violence happens, it galvanizes a lot of people who have had it with black folks getting killed by the cops and everything else that's under that too. Yeah. Which, you know, which, 
you know, people get hurt, people lose their businesses. All the Blue Lives Matter people and the Punisher, the Punisher people and the QAnon people they are like... They don't just go away. Right. They're not just going to go away. We're in for a ride. We are in for a ride. And it's going to be weird times. This is, we'll end it here, but we are in for a ride. And the only way to fix it, in my opinion anyway, is an aggressive appeal to people's material conditions. Mm. Their, 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 their bellies and their, their housing situation, their employment situation that's the only way you ever get people to chill out but obviously republicans we don't expect them to do anything democrats have seen it fit to do everything but that and when you get another trump in a few years who's smarter than the one that we just had y'all gonna be like how did this happen why do we keep doing this it must be racism that's the only explanation well bitch if that's the explanation you need to offer them something that's stronger than racism Thing you want to say? No, I think that was a beautiful closing. Sweet. Well, <laughs> stay safe out there, everybody. <laughs> stay safe and stay sane, honestly. Ooh, stay safe and stay sane. That was spicy. All right, guys. <laughs>